Spain, the flight from Cartagena counted as an internal one, with no customs inspection at the other end. But of course, senor, Jimenez told him gravely, you must do your duty. He waved a hand, the coffin was set down, the gilt handles unscrewed quickly, the lid removed. Some people appear to shrink in death. Certainly the boy in the coffin seemed no more than thirteen, although the face had been so heavily made up with cosmetics that he resembled a waxworks dummy. Nothing human about him at all. I presumed that most of the damage was covered by the stiff blue suit. Jimenez took another pinch of snuff. The skull was crushed and the flesh completely removed from the left cheek by the impact. One would never guess now, of course. The customs officer crossed himself. Amazing. You are a true artist, Senor Jimenez. Nothing less. One must think of the parents, Jimenez nodded to his underlings who replaced the lid, raised the coffin once more on the trestle and took it down the steps to the otter. The customs officer handed me the documents. All would appear to be in order, Senor Nelson. I wish you a safe flight. He saluted and moved away and Jimenez glanced up at the sky. A perfect night for it if the weather forecast is anything to go by? Let's hope so. I zipped up my flying jacket. I wouldn't like my passenger to have an uncomfortable ride. He permitted himself one of those brief graveyard smiles of his. You know, I like you, my friend. You have a sense of humor where death is concerned. Not many people do. It takes practice, I said. Lots of practice. I'll be in touch. I went down the steps to the otter where his men had just finished stowing the coffin. I climbed into the cockpit, did the usual routine check, started the engine and ran her down into the water. I took up the wheels and taxied downwind, leaning out of the side window, checking the channel for boats before making my run. When the moment came, she lifted like a bird, as usual, everything suddenly light and effortless, and as I stamped on the right rudder bar and swung out across the quay, Jimenez was still standing down there in the fading light, staring up at me. I'd first flown the otter for a film company who were doing all their location work in Almeria on the Spanish Mediterranean coast, for the good and sufficient reason that it's a hell of a sight cheaper than Hollywood these days. When the film was completed, they decided it wasn't worth the expense of having the otter shipped back to the States. As it became reasonably obvious that no one in the Mediterranean area seemed particularly anxious to buy a float plane specifically designed to stand the rigors of the Canadian North, they let me have her cheap. Most people thought I was crazy, but there was money to be made island hopping in the Belarics, Ibiza, Mallorca, Minorca, Formentera. At least I got by, especially in the season, and there were always the extras to help things along, like this present trip, for instance. It was a fine night, as Jimenez had predicted, with very little cloud and a full moon, stars strung away to the horizon. All very pleasant, but I had more pressing matters on my mind, switched over to automatic pilot and took another look at the chart. There was no wind to speak of, certainly not more than five knots, and I'd allowed for that in my original calculation. There was really very little to be done except to check my figures, which I did, then poured a cup of coffee from a flask and smoked a cigarette. Thirty-eight minutes out of Cartagena, I took over manual control and went down to two thousand feet.
Exactly three minutes later, I got my signal right on the button. A blue light followed by a red flashed half a dozen times, some private joke of Turks, who swore it was taken from the old China coast signal book and meant, I have women on board. I went down fast and banked across the boat, a forty-foot diesel yacht from Oran, to the best of my knowledge, although the background details were not really my affair. The red light flashed again, and I turned away into the wind, eased back on the throttle, and started down. The sea was calm enough, and visibility excellent thanks to that full moon. A final burst of power to level out in the descent, and I splashed down. I kept the engine ticking over and opened the side door. The motor yacht was already moving towards me. When it was twenty or thirty yards away, it slowed appreciably. I counted four men on deck, as usual, with another in the wheelhouse.